Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. The Escape Pod on Joy and via podcast at joy.org.au forward slash escape pod. You're on Joy 94.9 in the Escape Pod with Russ Masterton, Mark Adams and Joe Pryor. And we do have a very special guest in the studio, so I think we may as well get on with it. Yes. Let's press on. Can we, we do a like, drum roll? Can we do a drum roll? Yeah, yeah you're, yeah, you're yeah, in charge of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. am I? You've okay. got hold on, hold you're on. in charge of special Mark's effects. Mark's coming over to give this guest a drum roll. So, look, you know, for many a, many a year now, I've been a, a great admirer of this gorgeous man and he's... His um, his art is is absolutely amazing. What about his craft? His craft, his art, his looks, you know, his singing. He's just a special fellow. I like it when he does his acting. I like it when he's extremely camp. I love his makeup. Makeup? Oh, <gasps> could I tell you stories about makeup? What about the makeup that we're not allowed to wear in places like Cairo? <laughs> What about the makeup that he's not allowed to wear when he's in Russia? <laughs> <laughs> well, without further ado, Mr. Reuben Kay, welcome back to the Escape Pod. Oh, it's so lovely to be back. Thank you. What a lovely warm-up. What a lovely intro. Everything will be a disappointment after that intro. You know that, right? I can't live up to all of that. We're all coming off a high. <laughs> Well, thank you for having me. It's lovely. I mean, welcome home. Yes, welcome, welcome home. I'm here. I'm back. I'm now. Back what are helps. you back for? Well, I'm back for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm back for my. How do you work into comedy? Show. I have no idea. Naturally, not particularly funny, unless you have sex with me, because that involves a lot of laughter, um, fart games, and drugs. <laughs> No, I'm here uh, doing a one-man show at the Butterfly Club in Melbourne. Uh, which and, is of course, the Butterfly Club has moved. There'd be some mm. people who may not realise that mm. it's no longer in South Melbourne, so don't go heading towards the South Melbourne the Town CBD, Hall. Yes. It's just yeah. off Little Collins. That's yep. it. Little Collins. Down a laneway. Place. Down a yeah. laneway. They're very Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. And it's the only venue that has the courage to put a basement at the top of a four-storey walk-up. It's fantastic. You have to come. Uh, beautiful cocktails, mm. beautiful bar staff, and I am incredibly gorgeous mm. <laughs> uh, and humble and modest yeah. yeah the venue is up close and personable yeah and the star that we're going to see is up close and intimate yeah okay. he is you will see my intimate star and and what is the um, wow. what's the theme of the show <laughs> so the title of the show is plugged now, yes. before you... It's plugged. But there's been a lot Pardon? of that, don't bring in your children well, on I Facebook. I wouldn't bring the kids to a 10pm show. It's a 10pm show. See what that does to you. I wouldn't bring a, a child to a Ruben K show because I'll probably try and make a costume out of it. Um, great for fascinators, depending on age and bone density. Yeah, nice. But I... I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we know why he's in the comedy festival. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, it's an adult show. It's a show for adults. I obviously can't uh, let lose here because we are pre-watershed here um but it's it's an adult show come and see it it's camp it's loud it's brash it's song shame if, if you've ever seen if you've ever seen the dentist scene from the marathon man imagine that with rhinestones okay we're going to set up your career first so people can really ha- understand. I would have to have one yeah. first. <laughs> you <laughs> have been pretend. exposing yourself. Fake it till you make it, Ruben. <laughs> you have been exposing yourself in the theatre for quite a while. What, what is your career arc? So we can start to build on what Plugged is all about. Sure, sure. Um, so I... <clears throat> 
Sorry, that was mostly... Well, we won't say. I went to the Victorian College Glorious. of the Arts. Glorious. Glory Hole Estefan was actually yeah. going to be a drag name <laughs> I wanted to use. Um, I, But I decided on Vaseline Dion instead. Yeah, fair enough. I, it's um, got more longevity. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Um, so I went to the Victorian College of the Arts Musical Theatre um, College, that kind of thing, and I thought I wanted to be in musicals. I moved to London. I was uh, Magaldi and Evita, who's kind of a, a campy, egotistical cabaret singer, which was a real stretch. Stretch, yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah, really difficult. You're sitting there going WTF all the time. I just have no accessibility to the character. <laughs> what's, my, what's my key in? Let me get deeper. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't work with this, people. I can't. And Just then, pretend we're Mark Marin. Fantastic. Um, and I, I kind of had an experience with musical theatre that you have to do the exact same thing every, every time. And there are some artists that really thrive off that. And you know? there are some people for whom it actually breaks them. Yeah, and I... I, I couldn't do it. I, I need that spur of um, spontaneity. I need that spark. I need that adrenaline rush. The knife edge. The knife edge of flying by the seat of your pants. It's something I really thrive off. And it's where I create, well, I think, it's where I create my best material. It's where the so, art happens. Well, that's exactly right. Um, and, uh, and what I do is, is art, yeah. isn't it? It's total art. Uh, so I really thrive off that. So I could no longer really pursue a career in musical theatre unless it was a very specific production. So I but you've developed your talents and skills in that area. So you're a musician. Well, exactly. I'm a, a performer. Mus- a musician, I'm a dancer, I'm an actor, I'm a singer. Model. I'm, I'm a model, I'm an actress, I'm a whatever. <laughs> you're an all-rounder, really, you? are a brand you? ambassador. Exactly. I'm a you're brand a ambassador. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a multiple threat and yeah. multiple trauma. Yeah. Um, I then saw a cabaret show in London. I'd done some cabaret here, but it was very like one person sitting on a stool. So it was Sondheim on a stool. It was uh-huh. know, singing your audition repertoire with some comedy. Right. And some life stories. And then when I saw... A wobble and a shtick. A wobble and a shtick. Nice. There you go. And when I went to London and Europe, I saw the cabaret scene there is just all-out variety-based. There are crazy characters. There's makeup and costumes and everything is Hats on the... And gloves and... Yeah, and it's all on the sperm of the moment. It's all there just happening by the city of Pants. And that piqued your interest. Oh, I, I said I'm hooked. <laughs> I am hooked. And you didn't peak too soon. No, exactly right. This is where you needed to be. So, uh, I... So, how would you describe how you've made this amalgam of different things and, and where you're, you've created your space in the arts? How would you describe that? Are you burlesque? Are you I haven't cre- well, cabaret? I haven't, have I created my space now? I don't think I don't think the arts gave any consent. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I really just kind of jimmy jimmied my way in, right? Um, and just thought persistence is the key. Yeah, and uh, people have booked me. It's a it's a big old mix of whatever's happening at the moment. It's very much like a random CD shuffle. Right, and you're a Melbourne boy. Melbourne boy. But your home is London. Well, I mean, I don't London-ish. feel at home in anywhere. I'm a citizen of the world escape pod. Wherever you lay your lay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so my mother is German, my dad is Russian. Right. So two great countries when you really think about civil rights. And I um, uh, came to Melbourne and I, when, we, when, we came, when we were in Australia, I never really felt like Australia was... Uh, a home because I didn't feel Australian mm. typically, but then when I moved to London, I felt very Australian. When it, I moved to a, Europe, it's weird, isn't it? How London does that to yeah, you? Yeah, I think I think moving somewhere else forces you to realise your identity, mm. and my identity for me is a, a European history, but really rooted in this South uh, Pacific. 
in the South Pacific. Yeah, yeah. the musical. Uh, no, in, um, You're going to wash that man right, right out of your hair? Right out of my hair. <laughs> yeah, and Bali High does yeah. call me. Because <laughs> I am younger than springtime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that we agree to. <laughs> Springtime, 1864. Yeah. So, but uh, it's interesting. You and I were talking about yeah. Australian identity. You um, here um, before the show. I'm so sorry. We met before and we yeah. conspired. I we very did. much feel a very much part of that. And Australia uh, as a m- cultural melting pot mm. and one, a more forward country when it comes to its attitudes on cultures on on different cultures. Well, it's multiculturalism in a in a quite a progressive sense compared to. Exactly. Some, to, yeah. Like, let's say London. Because when We're I was at school in, uh, uh, sorry, no, you go. When I was in Germany, it was very clear that um, there was an expectation because they knew that I had German heritage that I was supposed to default to being a German, mm. and so was every other foreigner. Yeah, yeah. And learning the language and learning to do things Germanly, although they're very open and friendly and welcome, totally. the doors open. But this is how we do it. This is how we do things. And um, there are too many things in your wallet, and you should fix that because that's not German. Yeah. Well, I thought you were talking to me because I reached for my wallet, and he's right. Know, there are too many things. Like, just, oh, just that. you're ruining the line. Yeah, of the pointing wallet. at things is just uh, it's because radio is a great visual medium. So That's this is really <laughs> connecting with the crowd. <laughs> it's a new so, segment we've got. Yeah, yes. what's guess what's Ru- happening? What's in Ruben's handbag? Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> it's 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 a purse. Let's touch Ruben's bag. Oh, it's a purse. It's a purse. It's a man purse. It's of a purse. Of course, it's quite a sack you have. Have you got your Estee Lauders in there, darling? Thank you. Just a bit of Clarence. L'Occitane, creme de mer, coco de mer. And, um, and that chapstick that has glitter in it that you yeah. honestly tried to tell me was lip gloss. <laughs> it was lip gloss. Okay, this mm-hmm. is, this is a, an Egypt story, and I think so, that's our okay. next segment, isn't it? <laughs> this is the next segment. So, um, How to survive Egypt, Egypt with Ruben. Ruben. Yeah. Yay! So yeah, yeah. I made the decision and after coming back from highly Moscow. Highly <laughs> I was telling a story. Go on, um, go on. I came back from Moscow after doing a gig in Moscow, which was great, and I decided, where's the next place I want to go to? I've just been somewhere quite oppressive. I've been somewhere where, as a homosexual Jewish man, I may not have felt the safest. Cairo! <laughs> That's where we all go. Correct. With my brother and his husband and the beautiful travelling companion Joe Pryor on my left. So how many... Is this the, the most amount of Jews that were in Cairo since you wandered for 40 years? Yeah. <laughs> ever, ever since we took a wrong turn after the pyramids. <laughs> we were left running around like Elmer Fudd being left turn at yeah. Albuquerque. What was yeah. it like having Joe as your wife? Uh, I would recommend Joe as a wife to uh, almost anyone. She is yes. a brilliant companion. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be a wife. Just she's a brilliant travelling companion. I this just have this vision of sunglasses, um, scarves, flowing frocks. Oh, it yeah. all happening. It all happening. Yeah, yeah, I wa- yeah. I, we were walking down Zamalek, which is and like the fate- cool and yeah, yeah. hipster area of Cairo. By that, read Bombsite. And because <laughs> the thing that makes Cairo really metropolitan is all the rubble in the streets. Yeah. Because Cairo has an interesting tax law where if your building is structurally finished, you actually start paying. A higher level of tax oh, than if right. it is unfinished. So, Kyrenes, I love that they're called Kyrenes, mm. have decided if we never finish a building, Yanni. we don't pay the tax. And why are they Russian? I have no idea. Um, but yeah, so there's rubble everywhere and no building is finished. So then I turn around and Joe is this visioning gold and chartreuse and silk. <laughs> Here comes Nefertiti. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> uh, just kind of picking her way through the rubble of Cairo. 
next to a man carrying a wagon which has a roasting oven roasting yams and corn on the streets. Oh, because nothing smells better than roasting corn. Oh, nothing. <sighs> it does interfere with one's perfume. Ruben, where have your travels taken you over the years? I mean, you're, you're a fabulous cabaret singer. People mm. book you all over the world. How, oh, how is this? I mean, how do people find out about you? And you, you've obviously got a, an agent and, and you get to travel with... Well, with no, I, 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 book, I book through myself. You can find me at rubenk.com, my website. Oh. Or the original Ruben K at Instagram, at Ruben K, Twitter, you know, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I source all my work myself. Um, I do have an agent, but she's more for... Useless by the sound of it. No, I, I do use hope her, she's not listening. <laughs> I use her well, for there's the cord larger shows. I know, bang. Yeah. I'm getting an email. Hi, Ruben. I think we need to reevaluate our relationship. Um, I, Being type now. <laughs> Cancel I, everything. I use her. Um, I use her. No, she helps me is the correct response, um, which is true. She helps me when there's a, a larger contract, mm. like the Macau job. Which oh, right, was right, a right, long-term right. thing with the Franco Dragon who created Cirque du Soleil and a contract and a contract yeah. and things like something that. something you enjoyed so much. Well, also, yeah. Oh well, we can talk about Macau. <laughs> uh, Let's but, not know, talk about anything your cow. that requires basic literacy. I use her for right. Okay. <laughs> you know everything yeah. else. So everything else is just word of mouth. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Sometimes maybe smoke signals yeah. or they send a dove and a handshake. A handshake. So you've um, got by on your good looks, word of mouth, and and, and his and, mouth mainly, and, uh, mainly my mouth because the teeth and, are removable. And grinder dot com. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If I'm feeling fancy, Hornet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Or Tinder. Okay. You know. All apps that were not allowed in Egypt. So no. let's talk about... Right, back to Egypt. Egypt. Where, this is a travel Cairo. show. Back to Cairo, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about Cairo. Back so, to the Kyrenes. So I'm just going to... Joe arrived the day after I arrived? Correct, yeah. The day after I arrived. So we... Uh, my brother, who was with me, I was with my brother and his husband, Ahmed, and because uh, Ahmed, Ahmed himself is, is Egyptian, yeah. Egyptian, he's from Cairo. So and a he celebrity. Was, and a bit of a celebrity yes. in Cairo. <laughs> Wonderful jazz singer, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, Sam just gave me a bit of a briefing, as did Joe, as did Ahmed, as did everyone I spoke to before I left. Because everyone just assumed that it'd be five days before I was like, oh, can someone help me? I think I'm getting beheaded. Uh <laughs> So they said, you can't say anything about being homosexual. Yep. You definitely don't mention anything about being Jewish. Um, just, and just cool it with, just tone it down a little bit. And that's a really n- not a good thing to say to me. Right. So you're on a seven. We need you on a four. Yeah. And so I go to a nine. Right. Um, and there's no makeup allowed. No makeup allowed. Um, which was a real <laughs> struggle <laughs> because I just didn't have any contouring. Um, and I rocked up at the airport with Sam and Ahmed and I was doing really well. Like I wasn't swishing my hips. I wasn't doing anything. I didn't say a word and anything I did say was, yeah, mate. Yeah, I'm Australian. Yeah. And when Good we got anger. to the car, Sam That's and I, because we're brothers, <laughs> argued over who's going to sit in the front seat <laughs> because we're children. Yeah. And it was a and, scream, wasn't and it? Was, oh, it was. <laughs> and then Literally. I, I, like a douche, just said really loudly in a crowded Cairo park, car park, no, Sam, not thinking. I said, no, Sam, sit in the back because you want to sit in the back with your husband. <laughs> not good. Yeah. And then they, they all just looked at me and everyone froze and just waited for the airstrike. Yeah. Nothing happened. We got in the cab. Uh. Joe arrived next day staying at 
Um, the Hotel um, Longchamp. Longchamp, that's right, yes. Nice very hotel, beautiful. I would imagine. Gorgeous little place. Yeah. yeah. Very, um, doesn't look like much from the outside, mm-hmm. but once you go into that little lift, it's a bit like the Hotel Budapest. Oh, mm. it was beautiful. Yeah, lovely. really lovely. Really, really beautiful. And um, Joe and I were sort of travel companions then, and Joe was on orange jumpsuit watch. If I were to say anything that could be Guantanamo, a little, a little Guantanamo, yeah, Guantanamo esque. Um, now, hang on a minute. Who had the orange jumpsuit on? You or Joe? it was? A, it was a threat. It was oh, a it was a threat. Yeah. Okay, Ruben, right. if you say so this, orange, orange jumpsuit. jumpsuit. You, you saw a lot of sh- shots of Peter Grester while he was in jail in Cairo. Yeah, yes. orange jumpsuit. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that was fashionable back in the seventies, by the way. Yeah, it's not coming back. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Limited season. Yeah. Yeah. Capsule collection. Yeah. What's the favourite part of Cairo, guys? It's huge, that city. 50 million people. Well, Zamalek is... What was, what was the favourite? I would, I would probably say maybe the Hotel Longchamp. Yeah. Um, did you get really out there and bust a move on the piano? Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer the actually, shit out of that thing? Um, <laughs> cheers. Cheers is a, a great place. It's very difficult, isn't it, every evening for you to watch another performer on stage with a microphone. Yeah. Without you getting the, involved. Well, it was just like, Ruben, come away from the stage, please. It's yeah. not your show. The, oh, but I could, I could add something to this. It was. Oh, yeah. the, I'm, I want, uh, it's Ahmed. It was, we were watching Ahmed sing every night, and it's a joy. It is a privilege and a joy, and he's beautiful. And you see how he he's a jazz affects, singer. Yeah. But he also he kind of gets people involved more. And it's <laughs> That just, was the cue for someone to get on stage. And no, I just. <laughs> and then he goes to jazz tap and ballet. <laughs> Classic jazz to jazz tap and ballet to acid jazz. And, um, but also, actually, the sushi at the Fairmont was. Oh, that was pretty that was good. Very beautiful. Is that the Zamalek? Uh, no, that, no was that was on the river. Yeah, right on the okay. on the Nile. On the Nile. Mm. Um, however, there was a great m- just behind Tahir Square. You know that place where uh, something yeah. happened. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, what what happened in Tahir Square? I don't know. There was uh, a revolution. Joe yeah. Joe gave me uh, a history lesson on Egypt because I didn't know. Uh, last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was just like, what revolution? Huh? <laughs> and she and everyone just looked at me. Even the like, Uber driver looked. <laughs> yeah, the Uber driver, by the way, who took us. An hour and a half around the entire city of Cairo to go 15 minutes. And then we kicked up a fuss and he stopped the meter and it was only about $2. Then we felt like really terrible white people. 45,000 Egyptian pounds or two bucks. Yeah. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. So, Ruben, your show that you've uh, brought for the Melbourne Comedy Festival, mm-hmm. all the way from London slash Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's never been performed anywhere else, has it? This is oh, a, no, this, this is a preview. Yeah. This, this is, is a preview. Because okay. well, I've been gigging around so much, and I've re- literally spent the last six years of my life gigging and going out on stage, flying by, and doing all of um, these fantastic shows and working with these amazing people and just, you know, living the great life. I thought, let's grow up. Yeah, let's grow up and do a one-hour show and try it out and see if you've got the goods. And um, do you? Oh, well, you know what? It's not up to me. That's the best thing. I'm now... Are the audience. It's the audience. I'm inviting the audience to come and just judge me. Yeah, yeah, um, nice. Oh, we won't do that in Melbourne. No, we won't do that in Melbourne. Never. Um, but, I, yeah, I wanted to, to experiment. Everyone it needs a one-hour show. You need to be able to ha- have something to say. So I'm I'm doing that. I'm I'm going to be an adult, a functioning adult. Now, Ruben, you're. It's a good fairly... that there's one of us in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
It's the first time, really. Ruben, you're a fairly flamboyant uh, piece. (laughs) How dare you? I know, I know. I need to stop. But listen, Dal, um, does anyone who's coming to see you need to worry about any audience participation? Or are you just... um, Oh, God, no. Sit, sit, Sit the hell down. Don't say anything. Don't yeah. move. Just look at me. It's Do not fine. compete. Do not. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and don't bring the children. There is one. Don't bring light. the kids. <laughs> bring the kids. Don't bring the kids. Um, no, it's the audience is going to be. I'm. A, I find that especially in the Butterfly Club. You know, if you've been there, the stage is there. The audience is in front of you. I'm saying that like that's not the way it happens in every other theatre. That's the way it happens in every other theatre. Common in the theatre. Yeah, but setting. I. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but I. I do need to be amongst the audience. For me, coming from the cabaret scene, swishing about. Um, You know, so you get up close and personal, but it's all in a trusting, loving and healing way. And what about the wardrobe changes? If you're doing a one-man show, how do you... I have three wardrobe changes and you just have to come and see how I do them. All right. But they happen and they are fabulous. Now, Joe, have you seen Ruben perform? Yes. (laughs) Not like that. Jeez, what's happened to this show today? It's gone straight to the gutters. I have, You're I have, I have seen Ruben before. Smart. Yes, and, and um, so, yeah, what your view on the lovely Mr. K? Um, oh, it's breathtaking performance. Yes. Yeah, you just you can't help but just fall in love with him again mm. and again and again, and the costumes. Fabulous. Yeah. Uh, okay, walk us costumes. through a costume. Now, which, which exotic animals have perished to, f- to feather your nest? Well, Just, there's always feathers. There's, there's feathers, there's a lot of Swarovskis, there's brocade, um, there's silk, there's, you know. So it's ba- basically a merchant ivory film without the harrowing experiences. No, there's the harrowing experiences. Oh, they just have punchlines. <laughs> poor, it's all... poor Qantas and those hat boxes. <laughs> no, it's the, say... it's the tubes with the feathers. Oh, it's the tubes. Right, yeah. So, yeah, 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 the, uh, the rubber tubing with the feathers. Um, my luggage was... Uh, upsetting and extraordinary uh, coming here because every single thing was like packed in, just packed in, packed in, packed. I'm like, I have to have this, I have to have this. And of course, then I got home. Got. Do you use vacuum pack bags? No, and I really should. I think my that might Dyson help. died. Your Dyson, my Dyson died. Dyson. Oh dear. My Are Dyson they allowed to vacuum? die? No. Don't they have a lifetime forever guarantee? I, I know. So. They should be there. They should be there, just like conservatives. They're I just think you there, should call and they're Dyson. always there. They never die. They just keep and on sucking. And they all sucking. suck. <laughs> you See what I did there? Yes. yes. We got it. Um, you look so sceptical. That eye roll was audible, Joe. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I should use a, a vacuum pack, but I just put the I was heaviest just thinking thing. those space bags could yeah. be good. Because they make a big difference when you're packing, especially when you've got a, 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 a tighter space limit than weight. Yeah. Yeah. I just put the heaviest thing in hand luggage and hope they don't weigh it. Yeah, fair enough. And then I think... That's one strategy. And then I think at the thing, if I, if the problem is, though, if I get to the counter and they go, look, you're overweight on this one or you can't take this one, I've got to do a swapsies and wear the heaviest thing, which has led to me walking through an airport in a floor-length Cruella de Vil fur gown fur coat made of um, cowhide, which is very heavy because they wouldn't allow me heavy. to use Dalmatians. Um, <laughs> Uh, and it was about, it's a five kilo coat. I mean, there are so plenty of Dalmatians, aren't there? I was walking through 100. Dubai Airport with that thing on, which is... That wouldn't have created a scene at all. I mean, I just told them I was a wealthy sheik. Um, As you went past the Shake Shack. Shake Shack. <laughs> I was a chic Shake Shack. I was a chic Shake Shack. Um, yeah, I've, I've had to on occasion wear costumes out, you know. I once wore, um, I, had, I was given my godmother's... Um, black mink sable 
knee length kind of huge beautiful fur coat this she gave it to me and she was my beautiful beautiful godmother she's the woman who told me if you are going to go out and do drugs reuben give them to someone else first and if you're alive in an hour and a half knock your socks off that's a very good tip very that good could tip. be our travel tip for the week that's the travel tip for the week um and uh, i had to because i couldn't bring it in on my luggage i had to wear it in economy. <laughs> There's something about boarding a plane in fur and sunglasses and walking straight past first class through business to the back of the plane. The I know, that would be me saying, get her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was a pretty wonderful thing. Yeah, I've, I've worn some pretty stupid things in airports. Traipsing it behind the big gold, the giant gold sequin coat you saw in Adelaide. Oh yes, that's has, that's the number. Has been worn through Helsinki. Has oh. been worn through uh, Stockholm, Arlanda. Has been uh, through. Does it make the um, little alarms go off when you walk through? No, well, no. I have to. I have to take it off and put it, it off put and put it through it X-ray. It's got too much metal on it. Yeah, but they're, they're, that's the home of Eurovision. It's not the first one they've seen. I know. They're thinking, God, she's usually down. they're just in hot pants, aren't <laughs> exactly. they, instead of a coat. Imagine. I would have thought you would have got an upgrade to first or business in that. Do you know what? I have never ever received an upgrade, and I, I, I've done all the right things. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's on your list of attempted the, upgrades? Right I'd like things. to hear. Look, it's this. mainly hand jobs. I won't lie, but but I find, and maybe I should take the rings off first because there's normally a lot of screaming. Or turn them around uh, the other way. Yeah, turn them around the other way. <laughs> the purse has gone missing mid-flight. <laughs> Oh, God, do they have purses anymore? Do they call them purses? No, they're called... Um, it's like a stewardess. Oh, you wouldn't call them no, that anymore. No, customer, service customer service managers? Customer service managers. Customer service managers. Oh, The CSM. Yeah. I'm your customer service manager. Oh, it's a contradiction in terms on all three counts. Well, it's much better, I think, if you get to know the first officer. Yeah. Well, you... What did you... You got a date on the, on the plane? Yeah, I enjoy flying. Yeah, you got a date with the person, not the person, one of the... The first officer. The muscle-bound first officer. Mm. Mm. My goodness me. What did I get? She gets around our journey. I didn't even even get cheese and crackers. You've got to start letter writing. I know. (laughs) We can take the Mile High Club off your list of um, bucket lists. Never never achieved. I'm six foot two. I can barely fit in the toilet. (laughs) What am I going to do? Unless I find a really horny midget. Or a Lego man who puts out. There's no chance de of plane, enjoying the mile <laughs> <laughs> But where do you get all your costumes from? I mean, because you, you have, I, I can't even world. imagine how large your wardrobe it's is. It's really upsetting. My, my, my room uh, and my house is starting to grow in on me. Because costumes and feathers and things, which is really awkward when I bring guys home and try and tell them I'm a top. <laughs> <laughs> and they look around and say, really, Gladys? Yeah. Really, honey bunch? Yeah, yeah. bitch plus. Yeah. What's that? It's like some, you know, um, I get them all over. Very often, um, I Well, they're not I off the rack, are they? They're not Zara. They ain't off the rack. Sometimes they are, I will say, sometimes you can repurpose a garment um, to great to great acclaim and great um, effect. I get a lot of stuff from Anton's, actually, here in Melbourne and Sydney. And I do recommend. I mean, they don't pay me, but their clothes are stupendous. Um uh, they're in they're in Melbourne Central. Um, then I have a couple of costume makers uh, in different countries. Leah, China, yeah. yeah oh, well, I just came back from China, yeah. so I got a lot of stuff there because it's cheap. But they're all looking a bit cheap worse for me. Cheap and good, cheap and good. Um, and I and some stuff I make myself. 
And every so often, actually, oh, you'll love this. Um, every so often, <laughs> someone sends me things. Ooh. Oh, for real? Yeah, well, I sent an email off to Mariana Haratunian, who makes the, the crystal skulls for Madonna. Oh, the okay. rebel heart thing. Yeah. And I said, I've got this show at Cafe de Paris that we're creating. It's this thing, and I'm this amazing priest, and I love these. And I said, look, I can't afford them. That's the plain thing. So we came up with a deal. And yeah. I, I got these three beautiful crucifixes. Um, I've got a lovely piece from Butler and Wilson mm-hmm. as well, who's an amazing jeweler. So, you know, bits and bobs. Yeah. And Sometimes people show an alarming lack of judgment about my character and they work with me, <laughs> which is fantastic. And what do you run up with your Elnor or your Janome? Um, you know, just little bits and bobs. There's a lot of embellishment. Ah, right. It's a lot of embellishment. Bedazzling. Bedazzling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe a feather collar. Get out the whole Sometimes maybe. Pins. Yeah. I'm going to puff paint this whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to turn this into a James Cherry amazing kind of nice Saturday morning cartoons affair. So, when did you realize that you were this camp outlandish performer, Ruben? <laughs> um, third trimester. Pretty early on. Yeah. <laughs> third trimester, I think. How was when did when, how was this in childhood? Did you did you did your mother find oh, did I'm, your mother find you artistic when you were a babe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you a photo, Russ. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is radio. I, I know, but it's just we'll for Russ. We'll just by Russ's just by Russ's reaction. Oh, my God. So you and I would have been best friends as kids. He's got a dress on, listeners, and I used to dress up in mum's frocks every weekend. Now, here's the thing. Mum actually dressed me up. Uh, So my mother, she's amazing. She told me if you get offered a car or a nose job on your birthday, get the nose job because pretty boys get driven places. She's a smart woman. And I am. Regular listeners will um, remember Karen Altman. Yeah. Karen Altman, that's my mother. Who's been on our show a number of times. She's the only one. She's the Bavarian swearing bear. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before. The Bavarian swearing bear. So the only way I knew Poor my Bernie mother now. was in hospital, was in hospital when I woke up in hospital after an accident once, the only way I knew it was her, I was about maybe 11 or something, and the only reason I knew it was her was because why else would there be cigarette smoke in a pediatric ward? <laughs> and she was there right, asking... Right, I'm off to the bar. Yeah. Mm. She was asking the nurse to fix my nose, and the nurse had to keep on telling her... Ruben's nose wasn't injured in the attack. Um, in this photo, I am dressed in, let's call it a linen blouse, uh, a Stevie Nick shawl, and then a circle skirt and a, a bandana and mantilla, and I am pulling a severe, I am Carmen, bitch, deal with it. Well, I could, I could have seen you seeing just like a white-winged dove would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe when doves cry, yeah, that, more likely. That's right. Well, you know, Joe and Prince, they're like oh. this. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, I was... I was Très flamboyant uh, so as a child. Paid well at school. It was fantastic. They really loved it. They really accepted it, and that's why my nose is broken. Thank you very much, Australia. In the nineties, you've been great. Yes, Ruben has a bullying policy in his back pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it laminated? Yeah, I was the reason for the Safe Schools program. <laughs> it was either that or the dog of the rugby player. So uh, it was the hair of the dog. Yeah. No, no, no. The, the, the rugby player who got caught with the dog. You know the one Grante, that... oh. the de Wufto. Oh yeah, yeah, fantastic. We don't talk about sport on this show. We're no. a travel show. No, as Benjamin Lou said, sport know your place. Now, how did All you right. get here? You got here. Well, with there's the... a thing called airplanes. No, there was there's the Red an... Rat or someone. What's the Red Rat? Quantas. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. That's great. Yes, I flew Quantas. Yeah. It was lovely. It was lovely. Although. Um, 
Although, again, just stupid things like the transition from Dubai. Uh, at Dubai, I just didn't give myself enough time and I was sprinting through big Dubai airport. airport just going, move! It's a quick move. change. It's a quick changeover. And if you want to. It's a big s- ass airport. It's a big ass airport. And if you're at one end and you think, do you know what? I'll stop at Carluchos. I'll have some scrambled eggs. No. Don't do that because Carluchos, they're slower than Paralympic hurdlers. <laughs> they're horrific. And just as huggy. Just as huggy. So, so, so clingy. Uh, and they take you about 45 minutes to get eggs. Yeah. And then by that time, your final boarding call. Final boarding call. <laughs> and then. You're at gate 12. You're and flying then at a, a great 376. Exactly. There's a six foot two guy in a fur coat screaming down the runway of Dubai <laughs> Airport. I'm full of eggs. I'm full of eggs. Get out of my way. I'm full of eggs. <laughs> it's giving me the added momentum because of the upwind. Uh, and a great big flap of feathers going through huge. the terminal. I'm yeah. getting gassy. <laughs> <laughs> Did Liberace fuck Big Bird? Why is he coming through the audience? Uh, and, you know, I've noted that the children of uh, people at Dubai Airport tend to bounce really well <laughs> when you don't break for them. Especially on those... Um, what are on they those travelators. The travelator, yeah. Yeah, it gives them a nice... It's like a game of Pong, mm. you know, because mm. the boards are moving when they make contact. And from here you're off to San Fran. From here I go to San... You know, I, I've gone Moscow, I've gone Cairo, and now I've decided... Wrong all that. I'm going to San Fran. You know, wear a flower yeah. in your hair. Yeah. yeah. Are they yeah. ready for you in the Castro, though? Can <sighs> I have no idea. I hope so. I don't know if I'm ready for the Castro. I'm hoping for an eye opening kind of revelatory experience. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I am really hoping to just have. A, a, a ball of a time. Stop it. And uh, and then I'm off to Helsinki. It just writes oh. itself, this show, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, I hear pa- the saunas are very good in Helsinki. Fant- oh, well, yes, they're lovely. Very the, the, good. The, the what? The saunas. Sauna, saunas. Yeah. Oh, sauna. And then, um, and then I'm back to London. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Mark this afternoon. <laughs> we rarely get Mark. I, that's, that's, the what? The what? <laughs> that's rare. And then I'm back to London to uh, good to trash. I'm trying to I'm trying to talk about my life. No, I'm <laughs> Keep on going. So lovely London. And then I go back to London to yeah. go back to Cafe de Paris, mm-hmm. um, to the show there that I've, I'm uh, I host every weekend or Fridays and Saturdays at Cafe de Paris in London. If you're in there, if you're in London, come and come and join us. Have and a pay. drink <laughs> and, and fucking pay. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, do you need reservations for Café de Paris? Is it booked out every night? or uh, Dining, you need reservations. Dining, you do? Dining yes. books out real quick. But there's maybe one Bar or in two. a show? It's always, yeah. And, yeah. then, um, and then it's always best to try and book in ahead for general admission as well. Yeah, cool. You know. You're a Joy 94.9. What about Russ's rant? Uh, oh, We've got some we've got some traff first, and then we've got Russ's rant, and yeah. then we depart. Traff's no, gone. Traff's gone today. Oh, okay then. Screw that, Russ. New, new running sheet. <laughs> Come on, Russ, what's your rant? Russ has gone okay, off Okay, I have got a bit of rant, a rant today. Now, look, you know, I don't get the local Joe Blow tourists. They like to go to all these fabulous places all over the world. Now, let's get real. And, Ruben, I'm expecting you to come in on this whenever oh, you feel... I'm happy to <laughs> no, come in. Absolutely. Now, look, come on. I've got a top ten list of things to see and do in the world. Now, mm. the Louvre, yep. Mona Lisa... Yep. That's why Tick. people go there. It's tiny. It's tiny. What the hell? Why Get a poster. To... Exactly right. A zero. Stonehenge, a bunch of rocks in the middle of nowhere. Agree? That's fine. Well, it's arranged. quite lovely at dawn. It is quite lovely at dawn. Okay. All right. Yeah, but pity right. the poor I'm... guys who have to keep on moving it around at daylight savings. <laughs> I'm throwing <laughs> this out there. Colosseum. Lots of queues and bad looking Italian men in Roman suits. Yeah. Check. Check? Yeah. Okay, check on I agree. Oh, check men then. Whatever. Sistine Chapel. Yeah, the mannequin piss. I mean, it's just a kid pissing. Yeah. 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 You can see that anytime. All right, Leaning Tower of Pisa. It's not even straight. 
It's not straight. Well, we don't like straight. You can see no, that no. in Mexico City, actually. Don't be actually. heterophobic, those poor... Remember, heterosexuals are the, are the bottoms of the future. I well, I, well, I think they're the bottoms of now. <laughs> the Great Wall of China. You know, it just goes on and on and on. on. And on. There are walls yeah. everywhere now. Yeah. Vegas. Calls. No, Vegas, you have to go see. Vegas is devoid of substance. That's you have right. to see that. That's what I live for. And what about the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Donald Trump has a star in it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Does he really? He has a, he has a he star on the, really? on the Walk of Fame. I'm not sure. Wasn't he in Home Alone or something like that? That was Macaulay Culkin. They're very different people. <laughs> they've that, but they've got that same comb over yeah. hanging these days, I can yeah. assure you. Yeah. What's next on the list? What's next uh, on the list? That is almost the end of the list. We've got the Statue of Liberty. And Taste bear pate in Helsinki. Oh, it's okay. terrible, but do it. It'll give you a sense of perspective. Yeah. Bear? Bear pate. Bear pate. Yeah. All right. That's is it, it that's that's your your travel man? No, 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 it's made of. Is that made your of, travel tip? Made of hairy man. That's my travel tip. No, ta- don't, ta- don't take drugs unless you've given them to someone else first. That's my travel tip. Okay. You sound and, like uh, your godmother. Yeah. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9.